War Never Podcasts. This is episode 23 of Insert Credit. I'm Alex Jackie, and joining me this week are three men who often cosplay as video game journalists. Line writer Frank Zafaldi. Hi, I'm a line writer. Sunset writer Tim Rogers. Yeah. And armed police bat writer Brandon Sheffield. Hey, I got a good one this time. All right. I thought I'd throw you a Good old there. bat writer. Yes. What does that mean he rides a bat? Uh, I do. Uh, with the armed police. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's pretty cool. My bat is also a motorcycle. The way this podcast works is there are a whole bunch of topics here. Uh, most of them are stuff you've never heard of, and I just made up for my hippity head. And you get six minutes to discuss them. I uh, sound this buzzer, and we go on to the next one no matter what. Uh, you're allowed to one-up one of the questions if all of you agree then we can keep on discussing that one, but you can only do that once per show, so choose wisely. While we broadcast this show, people are going to be commenting on the live stream in the YouTube channel, and we'll address your questions after the show in a segment exclusive to the live stream. So if you're not here, go to facebook.com slash icpodcast, and you'll be sure to make the next one. Now, Frank... You were the winner of last week's end-of-show lightning round competition, which means you have to pick us the homework for this week. What did you come okay. up with? Well, uh, this isn't homework, Alex Scoreblack, Jaffe, so much as it is uh, radio history. Um, you and I you and I, and uh, Tim Brandon here, uh, we're, we're going to do a little experiment. It's probably going to be a disaster. Yes. Uh, I hope you guys oh, are ready for I this. Love those. Uh, are yeah. we all ready? A disaster? Always I'm always ready for a day. disaster. I, I, I guess yeah. three or four this morning already. Perfect. Now, Tim, uh, I need you to help me out. I need you to pick a letter between numbers and Z. Numbers and Z? Yeah. So numbers, you... A, B, C, D, et cetera, Z. Oh, oh so just what, – wait, wait, what do you mean? Ignore the numbers parts. Pick a letter oh, between A and Z or a number between number. A, and, a and Z? I'd say Q. <laughs> I like All you. Right. Let's uh, let's see if you's gonna work. Uh, okay. Well, you know, we'll do it. Okay, we'll do it. It's a terrible uh, choice, but we'll do it anyway. Um, so what I am going to do is uh, there's this website here. Uh, now, people who are not watching this are unfortunately going to be blind. Uh, people might not know that we we live stream this via video. So uh, knowing that there will be blind people. Uh, essentially listening to this uh, video podcast, I need you guys to describe what you're about to see to uh, people who cannot see. Uh, now, what I have done is gone to a website that plays uh, SC3000 games from a, a long-lost uh, Sega console. Um, Tim picked Q. The only SC3000 game is uh, Qbert. Uh, I'm going to play this game for approximately, I don't know, two or three minutes or so, and you guys are going to describe in as best uh, detail as you can what is happening on your monitor. Okay. Are we, are we ready for this? Yes, Man. let's describe Hubert. Got to try our best. Okay, right. let's so go. Frank has started. There's a little orange blobby Hubert, and uh, it's on top of a ziggurat, and uh, he just moved to the, what, left? Stage, stage right. And then left, and then he just got destroyed by a coil. He oh, wait, coil, no. Where did the coily thing go? It didn't even. It just disappeared. It kind of what? popped on, and then it disappeared. It didn't really have any animation. Also, this I wouldn't call this a ziggurat. This is just a. It's a pyramid. 
Well, Pyramid you Rock. wouldn't call it that because you're covering up the fact that you totally stole your game idea from Kubert. Yeah, sort of did. Kubert uh, kind of looks like Pogo to me. I don't know if you know that Pogo from from that. Uh, uh, R. Kelly's Pogo. R. Kelly's sure. Pogo. Yeah. R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think R. Kelly's Pogo is uh, my choice for podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty soon, though. We could say some more hilarious stuff. So uh, Frank is avoiding balls. Um, sure. Why would you want to avoid point. balls, for God's sake? Uh, there's a coily know. snake who's jumping after you. Watch out for the coily snake. He he did okay with it. I don't understand it. It looks like he's missing all the balls, but they, it it looks like they're hitting him. Oh, everything's like well. white. White and blue now, and then he's stepping on the stuff, and it's turning. Or no, it's, it's black and blue. It's, and it's, it's black and blue, and then he's turning stuff white. Oh, he just had a death. It's actually that was really a game good. over death, actually. Oh, God, yeah. game over death. Game now we know what death. God stands for. Well, game thank, over you. Death. thank you. I want to thank you, gentlemen, for helping me make uh, radio history. <laughs> we and, sure uh, did. Shall we get on to the actual topics? Yes. Sure. Uh, what is a fake gamer? A fake gamer, a yeah. faker, a, a lamer, fake, a fake gamer, fake gamer. Uh, oh, that would be a woman. <laughs> oh, that's so a terrible cool. joke. <laughs> well, then, no, I mean that's not what I think, obviously, but that, can, <laughs> well, that tends to be the stereotype. I'm pretty sure we have it on record that that's what you think. <laughs> Frank now hates ladies. I, I hate <laughs> ladies. And no, but usually when people talk about non-gamers, that's, that usually tends to be a sort of uh, gender we're stereotype. About, we're talking about fakes. I would say, what, what is a fake gamer? I'd say a fake gamer is, I mean, so actually... Somebody who plays a game that's not a game? I guess I could I guess. follow, yeah, you could do that. <laughs> I totally loved Mona Lisa. The cutscenes were fantastic. But there are those people that are like, oh my god, I'm such a gamer. I play, you know, like Angry Birds on my phone every day. Um, so it's it's like someone who's not true in the sense that that metal bands are true with a V instead of a U. Uh, that when they're like legit or not legit, fake gamers are not legit, or they play fake more, games. Is it more legit for the U to be a V or for the U to have an umlaut? Mm, it's more legit for it to have a V because that means it's been like chiseled into stone. Ah, yeah. It's way cooler that way. What is a mm-hmm. fake gamer? What is a fake gamer? Yeah. What's a real gamer? Yeah, yeah that's kind of where I'm stuck. Um, I, 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 the literal answer to this, I guess, would be that there is a gamer, and a, and a gamer is a, a fan of video games who is true to them and whatever the hell that means. And a fake gamer would be someone who sort of pretends to be that. So it would yeah, be sort I think- of... Sort of a pretend geek of games, right? A pretend. Is there some kind yeah. of is there some kind of ur gamer who establishes the baseline uh, as to what a gamer is and is not? Yeah, if you play League of Legends, then you're a real gamer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, or Haforlo. Oh, Haforlo. Um, sure. No, no, that's think... for babies. You jerk. No, I, I'm Dude, thinking oh, there's no. This, this, I'm thinking there's this one perfect gamer that they keep in a room somewhere. And your metrics are based on how will you stack up to his. That's his. me. That's me, actually. Yes. I think so it's fatality. Fatal one team. Yeah, you would be the mega gamer then. The uh, megagamer. The megagamer. The baseline yeah. gamer. <laughs> um, I think that there that games have 
sort of reached a situation where, you know, like nerdy stuff is cool in the way that hot topic people feel that nerdy stuff is cool. Like I could buy a, an NES belt, NES controller belt at hot topic and, and some girl that has only played some girl or some guy perhaps that has only played a couple of games ever in their lives might be like, Oh my God, it's so cool. Wouldn't even know that they wouldn't even know that it was Captain and the Game Master. They'd just think it was a... That's right. Yeah, because you would be cosplaying as Captain and the Game Master in that yes. scenario. Yeah. But they right. would just not know it. They'd think you were Captain and the Fake Master. But yeah, it's gotten kind of coolish yeah. enough that now you can have people that pretend to do that, which I think is kind of interesting and bizarre. Uh, Wait, is yeah. Captain and the Game Master a fake gamer in that he's a fictional character? Yes. Yes. No, that guy's all a right. Gamer. Maybe that's Come what on. a fake gamer is. Maybe oh, I think was, gamers any gamer portrayed in, in media. I, th- I think he's legit. Yeah, if there was ever a real gamer, it's Captain N. Come on. I think that gamer movie is a fake gamer. <laughs> Anyone who's called the game master know. is a I real mean, gamer. Captain N is. Pissing me off. Captain N is established in canon as not having been able to beat the Adventures of Bayou Billy. Hmm. Well, oh, it is really hard. Yeah. It's not actually that hard. I would uh, also like to say that gamer is a terrible word, and I hate it. Hey, uh, Tim, when you beat it... Yeah, it's you, pretty bad. Did you beat it in Japan or in America? I was in America. Okay. America? Okay. I was, I was like... Well, well, the, re- the reason I'm asking is because uh, when that game came out. <laughs> the reason I was asking is because... Tim, Amazon when were you in America? Wait, why are we talking to each other? What's happening? I think stuff is being delayed. I think this question is tearing us apart. Yeah. What was the question you were asking about the Japanese Bayou Billy? Oh, I was asking if it was uh, in Japan or in America, because on the Famicom, it's actually easier. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I played the hard oh. one. I played the hard version, and I did push-ups while I was playing it. So that's oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's like you know, there's, pretty... a, there's a movie called Billy Bayou. Maybe they stole that from there. Yeah, I think what, they, they might have done They should have a game called Blue Bayou, Billy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, fake gamers? Are we still on fake, fake gamers? Fake gamers, I guess. It's been like 18 well, years. We could, we could be done. We could be, it's like people, people we could pretend. We could be done with that if you like. Okay. I mean, I, I had something to say, but who really cares? If you're, if you're listening to this, you're not a fake gamer. Yeah, you guys are all real gamers no. out there. Yeah, I don't want to be a real gamer. <laughs> actually, I don't want to be a real gamer at all. No, well, you have to. I want to be uh, just a player of video games. Is I think the parlance we established, and, and a, an occasional person who occasionally sort of messes with one. Sure. Yeah. All right. What do we which got? Which video next? games feature the? Which video games feature the most interesting internal economy? Interesting internal economy. I guess Eve Online. Yeah, that one does have a lot of uh, a lot of PhDs inside it. Yeah, yeah. I mean I that economy is a real economy. Basically, it's got people making transactions. There was a dude that was acting as a bank, like lending stuff out, and then uh, at one point, after a whole bunch of people had put their in, given their in-game currency to him, he was like, "Guess what? I'm done, and I have all your money. Bye bye." And there was that was within the terms of use, and that was that was it. Like he took their money at the end. That There's a lot of, of stories like that, and I'm really looking forward to reading the definitive book once Eve is kind of done forever. Yeah, Maybe they'll or, make a movie out of it. Yeah. yeah. I would read the definitive book 
that came out right now. I mean, I feel like they could, they've got enough they can talk about. Yeah, you should just read that Neil Stevenson book where he wrote about that. And he wrote about an MMORPG with an economy and all that. Which one was it's that? The newest, new, new, not newest, but the one that came out last year. Newest. The name of the book is is Read Me, but it's misspelled. Oh, R E A M D E. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. it's pretty good actually. I read that one. Well, as book as book readers, we should all go read it because we read and bookers. Books. We're bookers. Yeah. We're bookers. We're, book- We're real bookers. Yeah, so I would say that's that's, that's a pretty that's a pretty so, interesting one. But but what about that, Tim? You were you were having some discussions about um, Farmville Two with I think Farm- with a fella. Yeah, I think Farmville Two's probably got some of the best ones. I think it's uh, really smart, and it's an economy that is designed for a game that is fun, much like a Grand Theft Auto city is not designed to be a real city. It's designed to be a fun city. Yeah, I think Farmville 2's economy is designed very f- to be very fun. Uh, and by economy, we're just talking about currency. Doesn't just mean money that buys stuff in the game. It, it means like experience points that level you up. Sure, you can you can be buying new skills. And in that way, I would say that Diablo manages to just make the whole click a thing and watch a whole bunch of stuff and uh, enjoy the graphics. Manages to make that a whole lot of darn fun. I would say it's kind of uh, not not the best, but an interesting economy in that it has become kind of dominant. Is the uh, in mobile is the jetpack joyride type of economy where you're collecting things kind of at a at certain tiers by completing certain achievements that rotate and 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 change. It seems like that is that has just become the model for. Uh, any kind of action in mobile game is yeah, play the game, get some stuff, spend the stuff to get more stuff, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I think that's a cool way to have a little bit of a fun time on a game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd chill out with that. You know, I'm relatively into the fun times. I like having what, fun. What, isn't that what most games, good and bad, kind of are now? Is uh, get stuff to buy stuff. So fun times. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, like, but the specifically the rotating achievements and the like. You now you've got a, yeah. you, you know, you've got you've got that same kind of rotating achievement and and dual store kind of thing happening in, um, you know, Temple Run, Punch Quest, and and these these other games that are are basically using a two currency or, or one currency but one but you can also buy that currency in two stores um, earning it through rotating achievements it seems like it's um, it's it's kind of different from what other games are doing to some extent I like those economies I, I've made some of those for people just kind of sitting down and plugging on a spreadsheet and popping out a couple of formulas and stuff and form. Just a little bit of calculus. You know, you can kind of fake the calculus most of the time and just kind of do it by hand. Thank goodness, because uh, I sure didn't pass no calculus. Yeah. Well, I mean, you kind of need to understand the underlying principles. No, that was, that was a joke. Whether, uh, I was yeah. pretty sure that I couldn't just do it by hand and write, write random numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. You have to have at least struggled and gotten like a C-. minus. No, I would say a C+. Oh, man. In calculus. 
I got a C plus in uh, in pre calculus. Does that count? No. Nope. It nope. doesn't. It sure doesn't. I if like you're that not, you remember that. If you're that's, not doing, because it's, uh, it's the only C grade I ever got. I got I got an A plus, an A plus in regular calculus. Regular. So I guess I win, right? What's dang? That? Yeah. If you're not doing stuff like if 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 you don't really know what a derivative is, then uh, that's you're gonna have a problem. I don't think they teach derivatives in pre-calculus. I think Isn't start- the best grade you can get in programming a C plus plus. No, it's a C sharp now. I'm sorry. That was a joke. I'm sorry. I would get an you're A right, plus Jeff. plus in programming if I studied I'm it. I'm sorry. I mean, are, are, okay. if, you, if you're in video game development, aren't you uh, extremely familiar with derivatives? Hey. Oh. Funny jokes. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. my homework. Oh, man, yeah. Watch out, Franker. You might uh, be king of insert credit two weeks in a row. <laughs> Uh-oh. You don't really want that familiar with the derivatives. What do I play next week? Oh boy! I can't wait to find out. Oh, here comes here comes another math joke. I would imagine that most people in video game development are more f- familiar with derivatives than with differential equations. Oh, it's a similar math joke. It's a superior math joke. What is? But it's okay. It's okay. Speaking of math jokes, guys, what would you like to be able to do in the new Sim City? I'd like to be able to build helicopters. Helicopters, um, huh? Let's yeah, see. Like, uh, Is that really a big part of city design? Building yeah, I want, I want to have a helicopter. I want every building to be able to have a helicopter base so that it, it flies. So you want SimCity to just have all the features of every other Sim game? Put SimAnt in there also, maybe. Yeah, I want SimAnt and SimCopter. I want sure. AntCopter. AntCopter, huh? I'd play AntCopter. Would you play AntCopter, Brandon? Sure, why not? Um, I I wonder would though. Would that be like, like a, a? Go ahead. Would that be like a helicopter with uh, thorax and a head and abdomen and uh, rotating blades on each section? Uh, probably its antennae are um are the blades. Antocopter, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that works. I think. Not um, my darn headphones off. Yeah, would... I'm not really sure what what they could do in that thing because they. You know, Minecraft is already out there, and I feel like that's what the kids want out of that nowadays. They'd have to p- probably put in some some crafting or something. Crafting, huh? Yeah, because uh, uh, that's 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 what the youngins want crafting. to simulate. I think they want quests. Yeah, I think they want like quest masters' faces on the left side of the screen with uh, like arrows pointing at them. Saying to, like, do this guy's quest. I think they want quests where it's like, click on your house five times. <laughs> I think that's the sort of quest. Now, click already on your house them. five times, collect a money. Yeah. Or oh, if you just don't click on the house, uh, the money will just gravitate to you after a couple seconds. Yeah, it'll take you ten more seconds to get the money. I, I like the way the new graphics look in that new SimCity. I think it looks pretty appealing, art, art direction-wise. I never liked SimCity, so it's it's hard for me to think of what I would want out of it, aside from it maybe being a different game. Um, because, I, I, don't, I mean, maybe you can explain this, but I never understood the appeal of just, you know, you, you build 
you build this thing and there for me at least there wasn't a whole lot of feedback i guess because i did i didn't care if the people were alive or what they were doing they were so tiny they didn't really seem to i just didn't get a lot back from it and and so then i would just hit the, the godzilla button basically as quickly as possible and then that would be the end and i would never play it again uh, until there was a new version and someone was like, oh my god, I spent 40 hours on SimCity and then I try it and it's like, man, I just don't, I just don't get it. I don't think it's bad or anything. I just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to my brain. You're just not having fun is what it is. Yeah, I'm not having any of the funs. Do you have those with that game? I've had some fun with uh, SimCity 2000 and then the old SimCity on the uh, SNES. You just gotta, there's there's a problem that I, I, I guess it's quote unquote, it's a problem for you, I guess, is that there's no, uh, there's no, like, hard and fast immediate-term rewards in the game. Well, yeah. I mean, there are. It's like I just paid enough money to build a road. But it's like earning money in the game is something that kind of happens over time if you've got the right stuff kind of yeah. set up in the right arrangement. And maybe you're just not seeing why you're getting this stuff. Maybe the rewards aren't, like, like, like fast-paced, action-paced, and, vi- and visual for you. Yeah, you know? I think maybe maybe you have to be more invested in the economy or something like that because, you know, I get enough money to build a road. I don't care, though. Um, like, I am i don't have a much investment in, like, city planning. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. do something for me unless, unless it's like, wow, I suddenly, like, my, my, all of my buildings and stuff turned into, like, feudal warlord buildings somehow. So and it's maybe, like you're, you're, you're saying that if, if it were, like, more of, a puzzle sort of thing where it was yeah. like more of a, if there was more of that sort of element to it, I don't know. It looks like they, with this new, new Sim city or whatever it's called, they added some kind of, uh, some sort of like guided pacing. Whereas people who, I don't know. A lot of people think it's blasphemy that they add this sort of crap to Sim city, but they're like, I don't know. These weird people, the people who, uh, Got angry at the uh, the new Syndicate game for being an FPS. It was a cool game, by the way. I, I, uh, but uh, th- these you know people were just like, "What's the deal with uh, the SimCity? Are they trying changing to, ever? <laughs> are they try Are they trying to make it fun? What's going on? And it's like it's like SimCity is fun to a certain type of person. They're just trying to make it fun to more people, I guess. And it looks. Just more, more bombastic and exuberant. I mean, I, I intend to actually give it a try because I did like those SimCity games. Well, have, like- has, have either of you, um, well, have any of you, I guess, seen the demonstrations of, of how the engine works? Yeah, yeah, I saw a video. Uh, I haven't. It's, like, super interesting. I, I want to make games with it. Like, hmm. that to me is the most important part. The, not important, but the most interesting part of the new SimCity to me is the, the Glassbox engine. Mhm. Hmm. I don't know if yeah. an engine is enough to interest me in um, playing. Well, I'm not going to play though. the game. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> Why aren't you going to play the game, Frank? Well, I don't have any hardware that'll play it for the first part. And second. Yeah, you do. You got a MacBook Pro. Is the, is are they shipping on Mac? I guess they probably are. Every game ships on Mac now. Yeah, except, the world has changed, the, man. Except the really weird stuff. Like, well, that's uh, all I play. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. I guess I don't oh, well. play that anymore. I just I want to say right now, I think they should make a civilization first-person shooter. Oh, they should do. Yeah, that's a discussion for another time. First-person yeah, civilization. Do let's do that one later. Yes.
Civilize them all. Every year, the Spike TV network distributes prestigious awards to deserving parties in the game industry, yeah. including yeah. Gamer God, Cyber Vixen of the Year, and nice. Best Independent Game Fueled by Dew. What <laughs> other categories would you include? Wait, 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 wait. Is there actually a Best Independent Game Fueled by Dew category, or did you make that yeah. up? That is a real category. A category. And it's amazing. Do. I'll tell you a little story wow. about, that, uh, about that Spike TV uh, music award, I mean, video game award thing. Um, I got, I used to be a, a judge on that thing for really? like, like five or six years or something. Um, yeah. And what, uh, what games were the games of the year and the years you were the judge? None did of you the vote? games that I ever picked. I how tell did you, you how, how did you vote for Goaty? What were your votes? What were your Goaty votes? Can you remember? Your votes. But I can, I can, you know what? I'll look them up and I'll, and I'll, I'll hand them out for the podcast. Uh, um, like on on the site later, so that we can actually. You don't see remember a single one off the top of your head. Nope. That you voted for for Game so of the Year. You have no goaty hoodie stories. No, I don't. Yeah. But my, I think you I, don't you, even. How did you I judge think, this competition for five years and don't have a story? Let me let I me was say my telling joke. you a story, but it's it's been interrupted. I yeah, I, I got I got interrupted trying to say my joke like sixteen times now. We'll do I was going to say do I bet you don't even remember how much every pair of shoes you own costs, do you? Actually, I do because I only had two pairs. <laughs> I bet you don't even remember when you bought each individual pair of socks you own, do you? I, I do, actually. Do you remember the exact weekday? The exact time of day? Not the weekday or time of day. Okay, keep going. Just okay. talk, tell, your, tell your Spike VGA story. <laughs> um, oh, man, now it's going to be really anticlimactic. I was I'm just, ready. I was, I was there um, at the show because I got invited, but they kept... It was it was like really swanky at first, and then it started getting less and less swanky to where they wouldn't um, you know pay for our flights anymore and stuff. And that's totally fine, but uh, uh, you know it was in Los Angeles. It used to be in Las Vegas, and um, and I was like, I'm going to get something out of this, and so I just decided to sit in like really near the front row, and uh, it was reserved seating for somebody else. And some other people came by, and they're like, hey, are you supposed to be here? I was like, yeah. And then they left, and I just, like, stole somebody's, some important person's seat. And uh, they had to go sit in the back with all the was it Was it that, that, that Christina Aguilera? Did I think you get it any, was her. Did you yeah. get any hot swag bags? I think you should. Did you get Christina Aguilera's swag bag? Yeah, I touched her in the swag bag area. <laughs> Ooh. What was, <laughs> what was in the swag bag? Tim, can you put your foot down? Why, dude? I don't know. People, people. That, that is not worth interrupting the podcast. That people are always <laughs> listening to to say. <laughs> By the way, guys, Tim had his foot up. Jaffe didn't like it, and then he told him to put his foot down. What, like up here? <laughs> the story. <laughs> this is really important. Wearing, tell me, I should be wearing socks in my own house. We, we so should. Spike we should. Foot. We should be adding. Uh, we should be adding some. Some. Some categories to the Spike TV. Like yeah, I think, that's, that's how about yeah? I've, I've I've been trying to uh, to interject with a couple of suggestions. Do it for the last uh, three minutes. Oh, I was yeah? going to be like like uh, uh, most most valuable hundred dollar microtransaction. I think that would be good. That's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Who would present that? Like, can you imagine a rap star trying to like best in game purchasable? Uh, Santa Claus suit. Since every social game has like a Santa Claus suit you can yeah. buy. Yeah. Be- best marketing lie. I would like that one. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, how about how about best online marketing campaign in which you kill your Facebook friends? Yes. <laughs> See, I, I, I was always thinking that they should uh, do a best Call of Duty category. <laughs> yes, no, yeah. and it's not eligible in any other category. And it, and it could be, it could be like, uh, it could be Medal of Honor that wins. <laughs> <laughs> nice, best Call of Duty. Actually, uh, and the winner for best Call of Duty is Battlefield Four. Actually, I was thinking uh, sponsorships here, but go ahead, Tim. Sorry, I don't think Battlefield would win the best Call of Duty. No, uh, it wouldn't. No, it this year at all. Not no. not this year. They would have to actually probably give it to Call of Duty. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, not that would... Vader one. Not that Vader. Call of Vader. The, yeah, oh, that Call, one. Call of Vader. It's got a thirty-one on Metacritic right now. That's... Yeah, oh, does it? Yeah. Hold on. Is Spec Ops the line the best Call of Duty this year? They got. Speed, they got to freaking call that guy cops. back. It's not Speed Spec Cops. Ops, it's Speed Cops. Speed, Speed Cops. Thaline. Speed Cops. Thaline. I don't think Speed Cops Thalene is the best uh, Call of Duty. It it had an interesting, it had a slightly interesting Bioshock, but it it didn't have, uh, it wasn't a very excellent Call of Duty. Can I can I borrow that game from one of you guys? Like whoever's got it, can you guys yeah. loan it to me? Yep. I want to play Speed Cops. Speed. So Cops. in other I words, I don't actually think you want to play it, but you can. I, I I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, in, in in other words, I think that the, the the best VGA topic would be fastest cops. most furious cars fastest cops yeah there you go game game that most looks like uh someone would be playing it uh in in uh in their tough dude uh garage in fast and the furious movies i was actually gonna like joke about marketing categories but don't they already have a best trailer category yeah i think probably yeah they sure do have a best trailer category that should go yeah, to uh, that should go to Optimus Prime. I wasn't even going oh, to submit go. that as one of the joke categories. Here we go. Here we go. Longest, most addictive game powered by Febreze because you yeah. have to Febreze your sofa. <laughs> yeah, that's what I bought the Febreze for to spray my I sofa. I think that's really where you got to start thinking: is where where can we sell awards? Like, they would have like, to have given that to Skyrim last year. Because yeah, who? So McDonald's would want to sell an sure. award. So like like best. Best, uh, best. Well, I, want to, I want to sneak in one Burger King best game uh, customizable your way. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Have it your way award. Yeah. What music would you license for the GTA Five soundtrack? All of it. Yeah. yeah I would just. Uh, I would. I would go on to uh, well, iTunes.com and I would click on download all, and then I would uh-huh. just. Uh, I would just put it all in, <laughs> in the radio on the game. I think it should be all. Uh, all twenties uh, music. Mm, um, I like all twenties music. Yeah, and uh, but you're just in modern fast cars and stuff. So there is this dude that I, I that I bought my uh, my 1968 Pontiac Tempest from, which I nice. never drive. But um, yeah, it's a real, I've driven that car. That's yeah, terrifying. it's a real it's a real beast of an automobile that you just kind of aim and then hope for the best. I call it the swamp thing. Yeah, and uh, and. The guy I bought it from, he was like a gang dude and had just come out of jail not too long ago and such. And um, and he was talking about music with me when I was buying this car from him. And he's like, man, yeah, when I was a gangbanger, I thought I was going to listen to oldies for the rest of my life. <laughs> and I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, I'm serious. Like he, That dude did not joke around. He could do, he could do wheelies on a Harley uh, because he was that 
tough. He would just wow. like, rear it up there. Um, and uh, and he, he had a bald head with like a million tattoos on it and stuff. And he was he was 100% sure he was going to be listening to like Sinatra and stuff and like the, the ink spots for the rest of his life. <laughs> so I think that if we got 20s, 20s, 30s music in there, that, that'd be pretty cool for tough I, dudes. I would, I would want a station of weird music like that. They haven't done a very weird station yet as far as music goes. Um, but yeah. my, actu- my like actual answer is... Yeah, sure. Um, my actual answer would be that um, I'd like them to get away from the sort of antiquated licensing individual songs and selling them on a disc thing and actually get into more like streaming temporarily sort of things. They should get a hold of Pandora um, yeah. or, or, or Spotify. Spotify or Rhapsody yeah. or any of the streaming guys. Yeah, More like Crapsody. Oh, I would, I would say to get some sort of uh, some sort of chiptune sound that uh, just randomly generates like Tasmania Game Gear music. <laughs> yes, I would listen to that all the time. And then they could say that no no two players will ever experience the same uh, the music same ever. the same five second sequence. Yeah, you know, I, I'm actually going to go back on saying they should stream because I feel like those. Songs on the radio station are, are chosen uh, for that particular game at times. Right. Like, yeah. I feel I feel like they do. I, I'd like to believe that they they very carefully choose a soundtrack for their narrative. So yeah, I uh, think they do that. I'm going to give Rockstar that credit. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on my streaming idea. Okay. What would you well, propose instead in the minute you have left? All well, scat I, music. I, I don't know the game that well, so scat I scat music. Choose, yeah, scat music. Yeah, scat, scat music, music okay. only. Music about pooping. Uh, they, should have, say, they should have a couple weird stations. They should have one station that's all TV jingles. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they should have a Screamo station because some yeah. people yeah. want to listen to that stuff. It should Who be all K-pop. Jerks, I, I, discover, I discovered when playing GTA 3 on the PC that the best song in the car when running people over is the Cheers theme song, so I want that. Oh, one. man. <laughs> there, should, there should be a station that just plays the original Chinese pop songs from Kanan Lynch 2 Dog Days. Yeah, I'll tell, tell you what... I'll tell you what the kids would love is they would love some, uh, if you just played old um, cartoon intros like Mask and oh, yeah. and yeah. Silverhawks. I'm a mask. Mask. Yeah, but you see, the game is rated M, and that would send out mixed messages, and that would make Jack Thompson angry. Is he Nothing. Jack, Jack Tom- First of all, Jack Thompson bar. is dead. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> mixed messages. Rated M for mixed messages. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, here's our next topic. Okay. Create a game using the Wikipedia IP. Oh, uh, Wikipedia, the video game? Yeah. Hey, Wikipedia game. Idea. Officially licensed Wikipedia game. Okay. Sure. You don't know Jack. Sorry, you I keep know, saying you that. Don't, you don't know Jackopedia. It could be yeah. <laughs> Okay, I knew, I, knew some, I knew someone who had a really good Wikipedia game that she played on her own. Yeah. Um, which is that she swears from any Wikipedia entry... She can get to anime in five clicks. Oh, really? Like if you really try, um, and I think I think a game could be like that, like a six degrees of separation challenge. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say what I can take out of that is anime. So yeah. let's just start with that. It's a <laughs> <laughs> the game is just the about game, anime. It's a platform game. About anime. About Where anime. You're jumping. You're an anime character jumping on stuff. How's that? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. 
Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Let's keep going. I think, uh, uh, like, just any sort of game, I think you could make a good social game where uh, it asks you questions. Uh, I actually... I actually have a social game idea that would make billions of dollars that uses Wikipedia. But I don't even even want to say what it is. That's how much I like it. And I I feel like uh, me and my bros could probably make it in a couple of days. I think that uh, you could do a really good Carmen Sandiego Using the oh, Wikipedia yeah. IP Where on as well. Wikipedia is Carmen Sandiego. Sure. Exactly. Like and then you, you actually have to look. You have to. It's like you get some clues and you have to look stuff up and it wouldn't be super obvious. And then, right. But then people would probably start editing like, you know, uh, Carmen Sandiego is here into the Wikipedia article. Which would be amazing. Yeah. Well, be that, that, you call that emergent gameplay. Yeah. Right. right. Um, I, I, I like the idea of taking a random passage from a random Wikipedia entry and spitting out like four choices and asking the player to choose which Wikipedia entry this passage is from. Sure. Mm. Cause I'm that gonna... could be really funny. Yeah. You could do, you could do a pretty great Wikipedia Mad Libs game. Sure. Yeah. Um, that would be a pretty fun time. I think. Wikipad Libs. Wikipad Libs. Wikipedia is, is just a word that works with everything. Sure. Yeah, it, it, there are it, enough it, vowels and consonants in it that you can kind of turn that into a portmanteau of anything you dang well please. Wiki, Wikipedia, Wikipedia ablibs. Oh, Wikipedia portmanteau. Now, is Wikipedia there anything ablibs. actually? Is there anything actually preventing people from making games with the you know on top of Wikipedia? It doesn't seem like it. No, I don't think so. But I mean, this that's, would be an officially licensed game. I uh, I've looked into it, and yeah, you could just make a game that uses Wikipedia. There's games that use Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Afraid of that? Yeah, I've played that one a couple of times. That's a really tiny Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, Minipedia. Tiny Wik. T W is stands for Tiny <laughs> Wikipedia, right? Yeah, sure. Yes. So that's what Twitter that's means. Thing. Wow, you didn't make that up. I didn't even know. Wow, I'm really impressed. How about it could be a Wii U game that has Wikipedia on your uh, on the gamepad, and you're supposed to read. Uh, things and then the other players have to shoot at a wall or something to like expose <laughs> bricks and you've got to try to scroll around Wiki universe what? it's called they're shooting at a they're shooting at a wall with F- fps guns oh and they're, my God. Like, they're with their uh with their uh remotes and they've got to like knock balls at a wall and you've got to keep scrolling the wikipedia entry so they can't find out what it is <laughs> and then they're going to read it, and they'll be like, "A cunt is a country in Africa. And then they'll be like, oh, no, is it Nigeria? And you're like, no. <laughs> and they've got to open up a menu and choose the right one. Oh, bet I would play this game. And you're just, like, scrolling on the game pad, and you're poking it with your finger, and you're you're biting your tongue, and you're just making these loud, roaring sounds out this of your the, mouth. This is the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, you got to shoot the puzzle pieces off of the globe. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was just displaying the globe for those who can't see because that's, that's. Oh uh, man! That's and the player, problem. the player with the gamepad can rotate his, oh, can can tilt the globe to move it around to try to protect the knowledge. Well, I think we've got it. That's just it in one. We can't come up with anything that's possibly better than that idea. We probably could if I <laughs> drank another one of these coffees. <laughs> well, we don't have time for that. What we do have time for is to give our final thoughts on this matter before we go on to the next question. 
I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. done. We have we have Tetris 3D, the Wikipedia game. That's cool. There yeah. we go. Good enough. Uh, how this question is somewhat related to a previous question. How did video games come to be stereotyped as a male activity? Probably oh, all the dudes playing it. Yeah, it had a lot to do with the dudes, and also when <laughs> when there was a there was one one day uh, they were trying to figure out who to sell them to, and it's like you've got to attach stuff to stuff in marketing. You know, yeah, right. it's all about red and green. Those are Christmas colors, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you can sell red and green stuff at Christmas, right? So it's just all about well. We've we've sold a lot of Pongs, and we've sold a lot of Atari 2600s, or as I call them, the 2600 is what I used to call it, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's the cooler thing to call it. The but 2, uh, they're just, the 2600 is what Brandon calls it. I disagree with him there. Uh, <laughs> so there's a I call it a, a six and twenty double O. Oh, I was going to say Frank. I know Frank calls it the two six double O. Right, but. Uh, but uh, they uh, they just had to make a decision. They had to pull a trigger and go, I guess we have to make up a demographic. We have to just kind of choose who well, this okay, is. Okay, do we want I the think... actual answer to this? Because there is an actual answer to this. What's well, the actual I, answer, I baby? Tell me. Because I'm talking I, about the 1970s is what I'm talking about. I'm also talking about the 1970s. In fact, I'm going all the way back to the 30s, which is sort of... <laughs> the, we don't the, need um, the 30s. That's too the, far the, back, Frank. The, You're going to lose the, yourself. Okay, it's kind of the birth of of pinball and and of the what became the arcade industry was in bars and who drank in bars up until I don't know last year it was all sailors. <laughs> last, <laughs> last year in 2011 was the first time it was women could legally it was enter sailors. drinking established. Yeah, primarily no, sailors. Re- realistically, yeah, I mean, most of sailors. Pub, pub sailors, culture. Just... Pub culture was entirely yeah. male. Uh, game started in pubs. I don't think uh, it's entirely male because you had the you had ladies in those speakeasies. You had the flapper girls and stuff. And yeah. you know, it, and in the seventies, you had plenty of ladies in bars. I think it's a different reason. I think okay. that it's because um, you know these these companies were run by dudes, and they wound up hiring dudes from engineering degrees or whatever to work at their company and then dudes made games that dudes like like they made a whole bunch of games about shooting cowboys and stuff and and uh and being a space alien that shoots something else or like this kind of thing that shoots that kind of thing just different different stuff that shoots different other stuff well, even in the um, super early days there were female programmers but they were rare they're they're about no, as rare as they are now yeah, there were there were of course some, um, but it was so like I, I think that since there were more dudes kind of making games at that time uh, and now they made games that dudes want to play and thus it just attracted that demographic and then you, you know when they yeah. saw that that's how I I feel like it was just a natural evolution like that. It's it's uh, you pro- you probably got to the core of what I'm getting at, which is that games evolved from arcade culture, and in the late '70s, early '80s, arcades were smelly boy hangouts. Mm-hmm. But and, but I also I mean you you also hear stories about the, it being a, a great place to meet and impress girls back then because they um, they were impressed with your prowess at this thing because you could because everybody cared about like space invaders right then and if you were really good at it it was actually something you could brag about and in yeah. in uh, in that that country of Japan um, up until just probably like ten years ago arcades were still a place to bring a lady on a date um, where 
because it oh, was... Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you go even even here to the sort of the boardwalk thing, I mean, yeah, the arcades were always a, a date place, but 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 video arcades specifically tended to be just, you know, some guy investing in the new craze with the cheapest property he could find. And it, yeah. It tended to be like pot-smoking dens back then of, 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 you know, just boys. But girls love pot. No, video, yeah. video games are about overcoming a conflict, and the easiest type of conflict to portray is violence. Gun shooting. And who gets most involved in gun shooting? Over <laughs> Brandon Sheffield. All games are made for Brandon Sheffield. That's right. I think if you're talking about video games that were stuff like Pong, I think I think you guys are, uh, what do you call it? No offense to y'all, but I think you're talking a whole bowl of wrong. Over oh, yeah? Here. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean... I don't know about that. The, I mean, the first, Pong was made by a dude. That doesn't mean it's for a dude. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I know. That's the end of that conversation. That's, that's not the... Uh, <laughs> Like Pong was a uh, was made by a whole bunch of dudes who were stealing a whole bunch of stuff from other dudes who were stealing from other dudes and uh, yeah, but it's, it it's was, not like Pong was the was the was the thing where that started. It started later that it was that it became a dude demographic. That's and that's what I'm talking about. I don't think it was just for dudes right from the beginning. I think it was for everyone and it was for families to have you know like a family computer that was cheap yep. or whatever. That's, that's, that's absolutely the or- true. Is that the origin of Famicom? Yep. Yeah, that's exactly Whoa. what it is. Yeah. Yep. yeah the whole bowl of wrong. The whole bowl of wrong, guys. <laughs> no, I, I agree with Brandon. Right. I mean, what's it, right? It, yeah, go ahead. Tell us what's right. What's right, Tim? Uh, it would take way too long. It would take at least 20 minutes to uh, describe. Oh, come on. Give it, well, give you have 30 it. seconds. That's almost 20 minutes. There's, uh, there's uh, just a whole lot of stuff going on. My friend Lily oh, Wang, who is a computer programmer, is uh, yelling at me in a chat window uh, saying that it used to be a primarily girl's job to be a programmer back really? back in the days you guys are talking about programming being a guy. Talking job. about Ada Lovelace? Or I, was, what? I, was, I was talking specifically, I want to stick up for myself, talking specifically about video game programming. There were Them not uh, very many video game programmers, with the exception of basically in television. Until, I'm, I'm like, actually, by the way, my, my whole bowl of wrong comment is not not even talking about the making of the games. It's, it's marketing. With, without the marketing, yeah. they're... We've, they wouldn't have sold any of them. And, and it's a combination of all that. Yeah. We've reached yeah. the six-minute point, but I think we should use our one-up on this. No, I don't really want to. I, I think that that wouldn't be enough to describe what is actually up. Yes! Fair enough. Yes! All right. Let's just put this to bed. Good night. The bald space marine aside, which other character archetypes could afford to disappear from games for a while? Uh, the guy with cool hair and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, t- the tough guy with the sword and cool hair, like the, yeah. the, the, the soldier with the scar on his face and cool hair. Um, scantily clad booby lady with, with cool, cool hair. hair. Yeah. Face tattoos. No, her hair is usually not even that cool. It's just she, she has cool boobs and hair that is there to get out of the way of her boobs. Scary serial killer looking guy with face tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say like angsty anything but i think i think a certain age will always want that in their lead character so never mind all right yeah um who else we got that we don't that's, like that's every that's well that's every video that's character. every character i think we're done well we did it <laughs> that's the video uh, game. yes yes mario is angsty uh link from <laughs> the legend of zelda is a serial killer with a tattoo on his face 
Italian right. plumbers, Italian plumbers, we could we could use with no, like a few less of those every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, there's so many of those now. I can't right. There's like one, two. I think there's like two. Who's the second one? Luigi. Oh. <laughs> Walk Luigi right into that one, Frank. Well, like no, I well I got actually interested because I was thinking like, is there another <laughs> Italian plumber? And it's like. Why has no one made an indie point-and-click adventure game about an actual Italian plumber? Uh, someone actually did. Uh, I don't okay. want to plug a stupid Kickstarter game I saw, but that's exactly what. That God, is. what about what if there was like an FPS that was like a sewer FPS uh, where you're a plumber and you're first just first-person pooper, first-person plooper. Well, are, are you shooting or are you plumbing? Plunging. Plumbing. You're like shooting a nail gun. You're like shooting. You're using plumber tools to shoot at. Crocodiles. Do plumbers use nail guns? Yeah, yeah. crocodiles. Yeah, for crocodiles, <laughs> they do. Ain't you never been to plumbing school, Frank Cifaldi? Yeah, they make, you, they make you shoot at some stuff in there. Here, now shoot this guy. And then they put a guy up for you to shoot. You're not an actual plumber until you've shot a man in the face. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, sure. I mean, I think... Like gender stereotypes, uh, gender ideal stereotypes in both directions is what we would all like to see eliminated, but that's not going to be eliminated from any medium ever. So, sure. you know, that's we not really a, a battle bit. worth fighting, but yeah, we can minimize it for sure. Diversify it a little bit. I mean, it's just, you know, you go to like PAX or whatever and you see, what the hell's that game that they keep advertising a lot, like in the PAX restrooms where. Firefly or Firefly? Yeah, yeah, that one where it's like. There's a woman soldier who has like a piece of tin foil on a rib cage, and that's her armor. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, she's naked. That's gonna help all of her areas to be yeah. protected. It's really well, good I mean, to expose your most vital organs. It's like when, you, it's, when you're facing a loaded gun, you might as well be kind of swift. You might as well keep speed in your favor. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's the argument. Maybe she's the real speed cop in this scenario. Yeah. Fastest cop in 2012. Sure. Gotta get in that entry at the Spike is, is Penny Arcade Extra? Is Penny Arcade Expo even like a real thing, or is that like I, I just keep thinking it's something that the internet made up and that they keep no, it's a real thing. Now. It. It is it? I keep seeing like photos of like hundreds of thousands of people, and it's like it doesn't really seem real. Maybe that's just because I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm actually gonna. Well. I actually kind of have fun at those, but I'm, I think this last Uh-oh. one I was kind of done with them. Well, I have fun because it's like, it, it, it reminds me that like playing video games is fun and cool because everyone there is just having a good time. Everyone's there, everyone there is really happy about video games and they're like, yeah. oh my God, did you see this? Yeah, and it's it's kind of it's like when I go to when I go to Comic Con in in San Diego, it it makes me like comic books again because people are just so excited. And I, I like yeah. Penny Arcade Expo for that reason, but I don't like Penny Arcade, so it's kind of, uh, kind of, uh, it's kind of an internal struggle for me. That's, and I asked. Uh, I was going to say that a character Do you like I think Penny Arcades, a character that I yeah. think shouldn't be a character that I think that I think a character that I think shouldn't be in video games. <laughs> yeah. I was doing that to uh, to simulate what it feels like to be on this podcast for everybody else. <laughs> the, the character type that I'm getting tired of is somebody with amnesia. Oh yeah, Just having that oh. be having that be his entire driving force, his or her. There's female amnesiacs just as commonly. That's uh, true. It's just it's like that's kind of a, a really I, that's kind of like the zombie of 
of Japan. That's, that's a Japan exclusive there, I think, is the uh, Amnesiac. I would say zombies are definitely a type of character that uh, I can't relate to and don't enjoy. And, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I think zombies need to just go away actually forever. I mean, uh, for me, it's yeah. like, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if you guys agree with this, it's like the giant robot thing. I just never really understood the appeal of zombies. Oh, I giant... got zombies earlier on. Did you? Okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 they're a vicious killing machine that you can't control and you can't reason with. And it could be your mom. So and they're quickly that. identifiable as looking like normal people. So you yeah. can live out, or somebody can live out the deep-seated fantasy of wanting to kill just a regular person. Uh, sort of through killing yeah. a I, I certainly hadn't thought of it that way, but uh, yeah, it could be that too. <laughs> it's, uh, that's definitely the, uh, what do you call it, the apex of the psychological analysis of, of uh, why people like zombies. They, people guess, like uh, zombies because they're easy targets and they look like people. Yeah, okay. And easy AI too. Guys, yeah, I think I mean. you're really going to love this one. Okay. Oh, I love all sorts of stuff. No, just kidding, I don't. What is it? What is the what is the most pretentious video game ever made? The most Ziggurat. pretentious? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> actually, I think Ziggurat might actually be the least pretentious video game ever made. I don't know. Uh, Whoa! What, what what's pretentious about it? Um, I would I I wouldn't say there's very much that's extremely pretentious about it, but I certainly wouldn't call it the least. I mean, Pong is less pretentious than than. Ziggurat. Okay, the least pretentious video game with a narrative. Uh, that's a Super I mean, Mario that's Brothers. A tough one. Like, I think, I'm, yeah. I, I play that Frisky Tom game uh, made by Bondi. It's a little LCD game where you're, you're a plumber and you're fixing pipes and there are rats trying to trying to get rid of the pipes. There's oh, nothing, there's another Italian plumber game. There, he's, I don't know. There's no implication he's Italian. Italian. Yeah. His, name is, his name is Tom. It could be uh, Thomas. Tommaso. And he's frisky. <laughs> He's frisky. Um, why is why is he frisky? Because he's got to be in order to get all them pipes up there at the at the right time. But yeah, most pretentious. Sure. Um, there, I mean, there are indie games we've never heard of that are the most pretentious, and we're yeah. not gonna be able to find them. But of the stuff that that you know, uh, well, the world ends not with you. Pretty pretentious. Yeah, I was gonna say of the stuff that people may have heard of. I think we should probably try mm-hmm. to stick to. Yeah. Um, I, I find Tale of Tales games to be pretty pretentious. <laughs> Um, they've already said that they're not games, though. They keep oh, saying that they're not games. Well, in that case. <laughs> they're, they're just... I mean, if you have to describe them, they're interactive entertainment experiences. What was that darn thing where at the end the, the, your, your partner dies? Was that the, pa- the passage? The path? The, the, uh, it's called Passage. Jason Rohr's passage. passage. Yeah, that's pretty pretentious. Ah, well, yeah, I, okay, I, I, will, I will give you that it's pretentious, but I also think it's, uh, it's, a, it's an interesting experiment. Yeah, I'm, I'm not to necessarily people. saying that means bad. I'm yeah, saying. exactly, that's very pretentious, but yeah, you're right, pretentious yeah. isn't necessarily negative. Um, but the most, the most is a really hard question. Um, well, I mean, I there's I a, lot just... of, a lot of Flash stuff, I'm sure, would be... Yeah, for echelon pretension, but I mean, I I think some it would have to be some game where maybe maybe you should maybe we should look into Molyneux territory because something yeah. like where 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 he's like this like that Milo demo 
could yeah. could come close because he's like, you're gonna have a true, real interaction with this child. You're gonna care for it. You're gonna feel like you want to uh, take care of him, and you're gonna feel like he's really there with you. And then it's not. And then that's pretty pretentious to yeah, say. I think that Milo was pretty pretty pretentious, and I think uh, uh, that cube game. What's inside the cube? Uh, yeah. Like curiosity. I'm gonna tell you what. Not a. Not caring what's inside that cube is, is something that I wish I could get a job doing because I could do it so well. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like, like there is, there is not a molecule of my body that cares what's inside that cube. Like, it's, it's amazing. It was actually really hard to even think of that game even existing because I care so little I just, I'd forgotten about it. Yeah. And I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting a chat message here where somebody was telling me, "Hey, what about that Molyneux game? That's pretty pretentious." So, there's that. There you go. Yeah. That Good thing game. you're checking all your chats while we're having a conversation. I'm imagining that it must be I've got, I've got, for you. I've got multiple desktops here. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can just. I'm imagining of, that every game to come out of Full Sail Academy is probably around that pretentious. I know a lot of people graduate from Full Sail to go on. Uh, uh, and just work on cool stuff. I don't feel like full sale okay. stuff is very, is that pretentious. It's, it's way yeah. more likely to be pretentious from uh, from my alma mater, USC. I would say. I think. I mean, just I, I, can we like clarify, uh, Jaffe? What do you think is? What do you think pretentious means? Like what? What do you, um, Brandon? What I do don't you think? Like to talk about it. Okay, Brandon. What do you think pretentious means? Uh, I I'd, I'd say it. High on pretense, there is something that is that is uh, suggested um, that is supposed to be very lofty, but then is not is not quite does not reach that expectation. It's 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 uh, built up more than it should be yeah. um, by by you know someone that that hopes that comes from some sort of position of theoretical authority or some kind of literati or something like that. So people so people outside the existence of the object make it pretentious is what you're saying. Well, um sort of it's like it's like uh because in the case of Molyneux, he was con- contributing to that directly all over the place, you know. So um yeah, he's not he's not necessarily outside the experience because he informs the experience. And That's true. It. Yeah. Is oh man, I don't know. Is you, you, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, I don't know if we even have the type of listener who would get mad at you for saying that somebody who informs the experience can't be outside the experience, uh, because it is an interactivity kind of. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it require right. that people outside of it can yeah. inform it? Yeah. Yeah. I guess right. it's the very yeah. nature of the thing. I guess. Man, I don't even. I don't want to talk about smart people stuff. I, I think I think I talk um, about smart people stuff all day. God darn it! So, I think I think Jonathan Blow's stuff qualifies pretty heavily as pretentious. Yeah. Even, so, I like I yeah. like Braid, but the, the I mean, veneer. There's, there's this assumption of yeah, yeah. Guys, you want to go on to the lightning shoot. round because I have literally been waiting this entire hour. Well, we we have a we have that one up we can use right. Oh yeah, we, we, I guess we do. We do you want to? You can, I mean, what else are we going to use it for? We don't yeah. need to. I mean, go Frank was saying. Okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just continue on. We're using our one up. Do do do. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I was just going to say the the John Blow stuff being brazen, whatever. And what's the, the next one, the witness. Um, mm-hmm. They they both seem to assume that like you want it because it it achieves something on a higher level than anything else, and and I think that's like the sell of both of those games. Yeah, and I consider that pretentious. Again, not necessarily as a negative because I think Braid was actually a really good game. I think I'm going to say. Braid... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I, th- I think that Braid has really good mechanics, which are not pretentious. And then there yeah. is that story veneer that is. Well, yeah, I, I tend to sort of ignore the story. That's, but the, that's the, story the pretentious veneer. part. Yeah, and especially yeah. given that he's you know publicly said over and over, like no one gets the story, no one's interpreted it right. Like that is pretentious. He yeah, told me that I had interpreted it right, but you know whatever. <laughs> I would like for the, I would like for the witness to be a physical a physical game that I can buy in a store so I can go into the store and say can I get a witness and uh, oh, ha- have myself nice. a good old time okay. with that. and with that I think we should move on to the lightning round. I yeah. Are you for breezing over there, Tim? Yeah, I'm for breezing my sofa. Yeah. I'm nice. gonna do it. I'm gonna do it better here's later. Here's what I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will be naming a famous historical figure, okay. and you have to tell me if they were alive today what their favorite video game would be. That's good. Okay. I like that. I like I that. I'm gonna. I, I've got all the right. We're gonna start with here. Isaac Newton. Isaac Newton would like Angry Birds. I mean, come on. Isaac Newton. Yeah. yeah. Isaac yeah. Newton. Angry yeah. Birds. Angry Birds. Yeah. Uh, right. Physics. Uh, Christopher calculus. Columbus. Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Civilization. Yep. No, probably Far Cry 3. Well, I would... That's a good joke. No, no, Far Cry 2. Far Cry 2. That's what I'm picking up. He might, he might, like, he, he might like the Zelda series for their the, the call of The Call of Duty games, where you just basically kill people who are from a different country. Yeah. Ouch. Or uh, Uncharted. Any of those. Yeah. Aristotle. I think, I think Call of Duty. Uh, Aristotle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Probably some interactive fiction game. Yeah. Probably Farmville 2. Farmville too. Yeah, because uh, there's a whole lot of stuff about kind of just chilling out. I mean, uh, didn't Aristotle invent the zoo? It's kind of a it's kind of a allegory of the cave. Okay, fine. Zookeeper. Yeah. Zoo tycoon. No, I don't like the tycoon no. games. They're not very good. No. Uh, I would rather play Zoo Tycoon if you know so, what I mean. Uh, zoo I tycoon. Don't. There's a game. There's a game that we should develop. Yeah. Zoo Tycoon, where you just yeah get it on there. Karl Marx. Karl Marx, uh, Animal Crossing, for sure. Farmville too. <laughs> why is why is Aristotle and Karl Marx's favorite game the same game? I think is uh, it's it, there were smart people like I think it's it's hard to show smart people like games that are just about a zombie apocalypse or whatever. It's got to be kind of just about it has to mirror life somehow. Nikolai Maybe I'll, Tesla. Nikolai Tesla. Tesla. Oh man, dude, dude would make his yeah. own dang games. Yeah, he'd make he'd make a goddamn video game. He'd yeah. probably you know, <laughs> he sure he, he would. He'd probably enjoy some really boring stuff though. Probably yeah. like yeah, Jetpack Joyride or. Uh, he, he would enjoy like. Uh, well, I was gonna say he would enjoy really simple puzzle games. I think like like Sudoku. Yeah, he would be a Sudoku guy. He'd be like Sudoku on the DS. Sure. Probably maybe like Tetris Genghis Khan. Khan. Genghis Khan. Nobunaga's ambition. 
I was just gonna say Nobunaga's <laughs> ambition for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> because he'd want to see. You know, everybody wants to know what's gonna happen after they're dead, like how what yeah. they're doing, how they've impacted right. the world, how or, or how, Age of Empires or whatever. Yeah, I think I think Nobunaga's ambition probably because yeah. uh, it was it was basically mm-hmm. the unofficial sequel to the Genghis Khan game. Yeah, that's the idea. But yeah, Age of Empires maybe, but no, definitely. Uh, Ludwig who? Von Beethoven? Uh, Ludwig van Beethoven. Beethoven? Yeah. Halo 4. Beethoven. Yeah. Halo 4 because... Uh, Halo uh, 4. Because according to the reviews, the uh, the soundtrack is, is a masterpiece. Is that right? So, yeah. It, the, but the, he's deaf. He's deaf. He's, that dude's deaf. Well, th- that would make it even better for him. Because... <laughs> it would, I think he would play a puzzle game because sound doesn't matter very much in those. So he'd play like columns or something. Nah, I'm gonna go Columns Three because Columns Three had those like <laughs> Columns Three. Maybe also, he'd play he'd play Beat Mania because he could do it just with the visuals of like um you know uh, when when oh, the things man. were coming down and, and oh, yeah. the line when I was in a uh, when uh, I was playing yeah, DDR yeah. before uh, DDR is definitely a lot more fun with the music off because uh, then you're just focusing on doing the stuff. Oh, the music, wow. the music is atrocious. I like some of that music. It's real bad, but I like some of it. Yeah, it's it's. You, I mean, real Thomas bad. Thomas Jefferson, Tom and Jerry. No, I don't Thomas think that's right at all. Frisky no? Tom, Frisky Tom, I, I, Frisky Tom. Yeah, I think he would play uh, American Tom. History 1770X. Yeah, the uh, the the. Big, oh yeah, sure. He would the love biggest that game we have made. 1770X American History Evolved coming to Xbox and uh, Playstations later someday. Yeah. Playstation later. Slater. That's someday. a good. I don't know that guy. Yeah, he was. He was a. Uh, he was uh, Sigmund uh, he Freud. Okay, Freud. Um, he'd play. Yeah. Uh, he'd play that rape play game. Nah. Oh God. Oh, no, it's horrifying. No. I think he'd probably enjoy the Final Fantasy. No. Final Fantasy. No, I think you know he probably think... would play some social game. Like he'd play some MMOs to look at the social dynamics. He'd play Eve yeah. Online. Oh, can, can I make a not joke? Can I make like a semi joke? Go for uh, it. Sigmund Freud yeah. would be really into Sigmund Freud would be really into mother. Oh, that's pretty mother. good. That's a really good joke. That's a really good joke. That's a good mother. one. Mother. Cool. That's a good Nikolai joke. Nikolai Machiavelli. Oh, Machiavelli. Yeah. Farm, I like Farmville too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think I think I think he'd be all about uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Starcraft. Sure, why not? Machiav- Machiavelli knows Starcraft. all about. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. No, no. He since yeah. since he's talking about being uh, loved, it's better to be feared than loved or whatever. I think he would like to be a renegade in the Mass Effect games. <laughs> oh, he would just make he'd like to make the renegade choices. Well, they, they just they just kicked a dude out of uh, out of the League of Legends tournaments for being a jerk. So maybe he would play League of Legends. Yeah, maybe sure. a jerk can get kicked out. I don't How about know if he's Homer? A jerk. Homer, Legend mm. of Zelda. Yeah. 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 But Homer was blind, you jerks. Oh, was he? Yeah. I didn't so, know that, actually. Yeah. Um, he was blind, okay. really? I didn't know that. So, okay, so he'd play Enemy Zero. Yeah. We're not talking about Homer Simpson, guys. <laughs> sure. Shut oh. your face, Homer. No, we are not talking about Ani- Enemy Zero. Enemy, Enemy Zero, Zero is a game for blind people. Or he could play, he or she, no one really knows if Homer was a man or a woman, uh, would play... Or a collective. Uh, or a collective of multiple people who were, uh, yeah, uh, could play uh, uh, Ziggurat for the Xbox, which is coming someday. It's playable by the blind. Right. So, 
And finally, and this is a trick question, so be on your toes, my, Michelangelo. My Michelangelo would play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four turtles in time. That's yeah, I mean... Incorrect. <laughs> what? What? That's, that's right. Incorrect, Tim. There is one right answer to this, and I'm going to wait until you get it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 5 Tournament Fighters. No, it's none of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. That was the one I was sure you were going to go to, and that's not it. Is there a game about being a party dude? There must be. Yeah, there you go, Frank. You got it. I was going to say that his favorite game is Mario Party, because Mario Michelangelo Party. is a party dude. Uh, and also, he is a, he is Italian of a sort. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, Mario is also Italian. Well... <laughs> Super Michelangelo. That wraps it up for episode 23 of the Insert Credit Podcast. I agree. Um, I'm going to give this one to Tim for shouting Farmville 2 a whole bunch of times. Okay. Well, all, well I think Angry Birds so, and uh, Isaac Newton is pretty good. Yeah, that's the one yeah, as well. That, that, was, that, was a pr- that was a pretty slick pick. So congratulations, yeah, Tim. You are this week's king of Insert Credit, which means you have to pick the... Yeah, that's it. And you got to pick the topic for the top of next week's I'm gonna, episode. I'm going to give you all a homework assignment. The homework assignment is take a whole bunch of PCP uh-huh. and and play the the DMC demo. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, oh, think I'll think of something later. All right. Well, if you're listening to this live, stick around because we're going to answer your questions. And yeah, if you're not fun. listening to this live, make sure you join us next week on facebook.com slash icpodcast, where we'll give you all the latest. Go on iTunes, leave us a re- rating and a review. That really helps us a lot. Tell all your friends. We're going to have some really interesting guests coming up within the next few weeks, so stay tuned. And you'll see us later. I've been Alex Chaffee. He has been. I've been Frank Cifaldi. Yeah. I'm Tim Rogers, I think. I am the one who was Brandon Sheffield all this time. Plink, 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 plink. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah!